Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live in the studio tonight. It's Gothic Mountaineer. <laughs> no, I'm just it's, it's called Guy Liner. Guy Liner. Wow. I, I prefer peakless emails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who, well, weren't listening because we weren't broadcasting during the break. <laughs> uh, we were lamenting something that was a little depressing, and I swung Peakless's joke back over to him about the uh, the goth thing for, like, when you're depressed, you mm-hmm. turn goth or whatever. So that's why he became Or emo, for when goth is just way too punk rock. Yep. I, I still don't understand the whole emo thing uh, how to define oh it's how to, goth how minus to, punk rock i'm telling how, you how to know like what it and like i if i hear music that like somebody's like this is emo i'm like give me away like it's sort of a repulsive thought to me <laughs> so are are goth people the people that shop at a uh, hot topic and then emo people some are, of them and then emo people are like hot topic is for posers uh, more backwards, I oh, think. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Although, there is a wild overlap between the two. Although, uh, okay. So, Before... I'm telling you, if you think, like, is that punk rock at all? And the answer is no, it's emo. Oh, okay. If you think, is that punk rock at all? And the answer is yes, it's goth. Oh, okay. What if it's just punk rock? Oh, well, then it's just it's punk, punk rock. punk rock, yeah. Okay. Um, before we go on, now that we're thoroughly confused, I, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to. Uh, it's either uh, I only have three letters in front of me: M R T, and I think it might be might supposed to be Mister T, right? As the name here, but it's M R T. Is the R not capitalized, or do we know none of them are capitalized? At least here, so M R T or Mister T is a silver-level amplifier mm. of Free Talk Live. Well, thank you, Mert. So he does pity the fool who does not amplify. Ah, nice. Indeed. Uh, so that means he gives five bucks a month to advertise, market, promote, and support. AMPS. Uh, that's where we get the acronym from. Advertise, market, promote, and support. Free Talk Live. What does this money go to? This Mr. T has given us five bucks a month. Well, it goes to help get this show onto more radio stations. If you uh, enjoy the hosts, the co-hosts, the callers, the topics, the perspective of freedom, liberty, peace, and prosperity that we bring to the airwaves, uh, I do, as Mark Edge would say, find it's the best use of your liberty dollar. Mm. So you can visit amps.freetalklive.com. We only ask for five bucks a month. You can give more. There's different levels. Uh, five is silver, ten is gold, etc., and so on. It goes like that. There's little uh, benefits that you get when you do amplify, uh, but that's not why you should amplify. You should amplify because you want to help spread the message of freedom like MRT or Mr. T here does. So thank you, MRT. We appreciate you. You can visit amps.freetalklive.com. Don't make Mr. T pity you. Uh, 
<laughs> All right. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking Other about... Other than being a double diamond unobtainium level amplifier? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's a level or not. I'll have to it will be. Unobtainium. That's when you donate one Bitcoin a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get to name what that is. Yeah. Is, is what I think. We'd yeah. probably just make a special tier named after you right. uh, yeah. at that point. We would just be like like naming a whole section of, uh, of what we talk about that, I don't know. Uh, so anyway, uh, just to sort of wrap up uh, as much as we can this bit about uh, <laughs> the... Sports League over in uh, the UK or the European Union, uh, the Premier League. Oh, wait, wait. So it wouldn't be the NSA. It'd be the MI6. Mm. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, The the tyranny usually starts over there. The Premier League. It really does. Mm -hmm. Man, those Brits never actually gave up control of this country. Yeah. The Premier League is monitoring the social media posts of fans in search of wrong think, and it's launching independent investigations and it has led to brand the league's intelligence unit as the Stasi spy agency, because in this particular case, uh, they have banned a woman for making a post on Twitter uh, saying that transgender women uh, aren't real women. Uh, And so she's now no longer able to attend soccer games. So does this mean that J.K. Rowling can't go to any sports games? Uh, Well, yeah. uh, Yeah, but... I mean, she's persona non grata everywhere, as far as I understand it. Mm. Uh, Quote, as a historian of the Gulag and the Soviet secret police, this is one of the most chilling things I could ever have imagined seeing in the UK, says Giles Udney, an English writer, uh, saying of Smith's case, no exaggeration, it is straight out of the NKVD KGB FSB playbook, unquote. See, Red 1984 or V for Vendetta, I think both of those take place in the UK. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so I wouldn't say, like, this is bad, but I would say that, like, not being this allowed in a sports level game. Bad. It's like, oh, yeah. uh, well, yeah. you know. Just putting things into perspective. So I just wanted to get to that part of it. There's more to this story, and we can come back to this, uh, but we also have some callers on hold that I would like to get to. So, without further delay, uh, let's go to uh, Bad Slave. You're on Free Talk Live. Wow, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, what's on your mind? Um, You guys uh, earlier were talking about, you know, interesting conversation with Guy about, uh, you know, banning uh, uh, nukes. Uh, personal use of our uh, existence of 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 uh, of nukes, yep. n- n- weapon bombs and stuff. Anyway, I you know the the assumption in that case is that there is zero need for any kind of use of power like that well i says who like i I determine what i need you determine what you need so for example like a, a peaceful practical use of the thing if we have a free market in defense forces uh nuclear weaponry is one of the most effective and cost effective deterrents uh to invasion 
Right. And that's 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 one point. Another point is, you know, they're they're you know, occasionally we have large items that uh you know join the path of our beautiful earth and uh I don't want to see that get wiped out and if we have you know, the ready nukes, then uh, we will have uh, a, a good potential with the, with the rocketry we've got to, uh, uh, you know... Dissuade any asteroids with our name on it, yeah. Exactly. And then, so, I mean, I, it, it, you know, it, it's like the drug war. Almost every drug has a use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for you know that uh, that occurs in in uh, you know the realm of of medicine and uh, and you know you should be able to have access to any, anything. Yeah, and I, I, and I, one of the, one of the things I, is like it's not a big stretch between a nuclear power plant and a nuclear bomb. So if we start making it, oh, it's just universally unacceptable to even exist, this nuclear bomb, it is a very, very small step to say, oh, well, no one is allowed nuclear power, so no clean energy for you. Right. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. What was the other thing you wanted to talk yeah. about, Batslaff? You, you said you had something else. Well, I, I wanted to, you know, kind of touch on the idea of hate. Uh Simply, me hate is is an, is something that children in, engage in because they don't know any better. Okay, it's a, it's a, it's it's the bottom of the the barrel for for negative emotions, and uh, and I think that uh, that engaging in that kind of Negative emotion uh, gives no possibility of of any resurrection or reversal. I think well, I'm going to uh, have to push against um, back back against you here. Is um, I think it's perfectly acceptable, and I think it's actually our moral imperative to hate evil things. Mm. I th- I, I'm I th- with you on yeah. this one, and especially in myself. Yes. Like, there are parts of me that I hate, and it is good that I hate them. Yeah. If I don't hate those things, I won't be able to summon the energy to do something else. Right. I mean, love and hate are both very powerful, strong emotions, and they neither of them really have, like, inherent good or negative qualities. As, like, I really? I mean, I guess you could say love is more often used for good and hate is more often used for bad, like if you look at it at a spreadsheet. But you could love evil and you can hate evil. And those are two very, very different things. That's it. Well, they are. And, and, and I, you know, I, there's, a, there's all kinds of, you know, things approaching hate. That that you can use to, uh, you know, battle the whatever the uh, the evil is. I mean, you know, that I think there's if you have if you have evil, you you eliminate the evil. You don't, uh, uh, you, you know, you hate 
you you can't do anything with. Yes, but no, I mean, you, if you absolutely could... can do things with hate. Hate can be the motivation to to make energetic pros, progress in the good. I mean, yeah, there are things approaching it that you can use that have less energy to them. I mean, if you're being attacked by six people, would you rather have your bare fists or a firearm? <laughs> well, I that that's a simple answer. Right. Well, I mean, and and you can channel your hate into something good. Like, just like you can with a firearm. You could use a firearm to shoot some innocent person in the face, or you can use it to defend yourself. Hate is just a tool. Like, what you do with it is up to you. I, I Well, I don't think... my. I guess my problem is is that the... that hate uh, is, is not a very flexible thing. <laughs> you know, you can't... you can't there's no there's no room in your life in 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 hate to 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 actual love you know what i mean i mean you know we can we can go to that and be childish about it and 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 fail to you know make the better choices because you with hate you, you you're you're no longer thinking yeah. Are you? Uh, the, some good points there, Bad Slave. We appreciate the call. Thanks. Uh, 603-283-6160. Let's uh, move on to... Hang on one moment. I believe that we have... Uh, this should be uh, Kanejo calling from FEMA Region 13. You're on Free Talk Live. <laughs> hey, guys. Can you hear me all right? Yep. Kanejo? L? Kanejo? No, just Kanejo. Oh. I don't know. Is there an L? Oh, you just tell us, Kanejo. Kanejo. <laughs> yeah, just Kanejo. FEMA Region 13. Oh. He, says, he says it is L, so. Mm. Is it the letter L or is it E-L? E-L. Okay, gotcha. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm going to have to take the uh, opposite position on the recreational nukes. Um, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not arguing for recreational. (laughs) Not until we get into space, man. Hey, Peekless, after the show, you want to go out to the park and play recreational news? (laughs) Yeah, now these are some real fireworks. FCC, yeah! Brings a whole new definition to smoking a bowl. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, uh, go ahead. How do you make half pipes? Kaneo, so you said the opposite. Can you just state your position so we know what it is? I don't know who the opposite what opposite you're talking about right. so if you just state your position it'll help us so i'm not saying there's not legitimate uses for gain of function type research or even nuclear technologies or even recreational nukes but if a a nuke or some other sort of weapon of mass destruction doesn't have fail safes built into it or isn't designed in a way that makes it impossible to destroy masses of people um, i think that person who is those people or person who's building that has morally according to the nap put a price on their head that anyone can uh, execute on um because it is a credible threat just because someone shoots at you and misses you doesn't mean you don't have a right to defend yourself and if someone is building a weapon or a device that is by definition of what could be considered a weapon of mass destruction that means it's indiscriminate meaning it will kill innocent people if its design uh, dictates that. Can I ask you a question? anyone can put a price on that person's head. Um, I'd I'd like to ask you a question. So 
Um, if somebody owns a firebomb, so basically how that technology works is I think it uses nitroglycerin to basically um, make it super easy for um, flammable material to explode indiscriminately on a bunch of different flammable things, houses, trees, things like that. If somebody privately owns that in their home, do you think that that's morally unacceptable? Uh, I think the scale matters. You can't get a firebomb to wipe out an entire metropolitan area. Well, well but the mother of all bombs. But the example that you used was the collateral damage, and um, like in in respect to collateral damage, which I think is important to note, uh, firebombs and nukes both have the capacity for collateral damage. And in terms of the scope, I just don't see like a coherent. Um, framework that we could put around that like what's the limiting principle there just because it can hurt uh five people and in, instead of a hundred or or a thousand people instead of a hundred like I, I i don't know what the limiting principle is there if there is no practical application for the device that does not eradicate innocent people like a gun you could point at people even a machine gun. You can okay, and you can also that. shoot through your attacker and hit an innocent person. Right. Right, but that, but the gun is not necessarily going to do that. If it, if okay, it, so well, one person it, isn't it, enough. How about two? How about 500? Where's you, the line? You didn't answer the firebomb question. I still want to know the answer to that. I don't care how big the fireball weapon is. It can't take out so many people that it can't be used discriminately against people who are aggressors. However, if a weapon is designed in such a way that it cannot but kill innocent people, then anyone has the right to put a price on that person's head. Fire isn't discriminate. Right. Sure it is. It, 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 it can't spread further than mountains or oceans. Like, it, you're not going to be... Okay, the mother of all bombs that was dropped on Afghanistan or wherever, the biggest non-nuke bomb ever, Yep. that can't wipe out a metropolitan area. A small town, maybe. Even that's... Uh, a well, that, that can be considered a weapon. A well-placed so firebomb can. Make no mistake, fire is very destructive. Right, but a hydrogen bomb can take out an entire metropolitan... I'm saying, if there is such a thing as a weapon that cannot be used to discriminately only kill people who are not innocent, any person can put a price in the person's head who owns it or is building it, designs it, whatever. Right, so any bomb, any um, any grenade, any any firearm that no, over-penetrates. No, no, so, so some no, properties, no, no. so grenade some property, if you own it, you are no longer uh, worthy of any kind of protection. Correct. If it cannot be used... And it's whatever you decide is that property is what we should do. The, the, the limiting principle here is, is it a weapon of mass destruction? Can it not according to whom? Not distinct, according to its design. <laughs> no, no. It, it, according to who, who decides where the line for a mass destruction weapon is. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I agree weapon. with Zephan that, like, a... a, a big firebomb, given that it can, in fact, bring down a city, can be considered a weapon of mass destruction. Mm -hmm. And you disagree with that, so okay, between the two of us, who decides whether that counts? 
You're putting words in my mouth. I do not disagree with that because that can legitimately be used against a military base because military bases are often the size of the sizes of town, towns. What I'm saying is if a weapon by its very design cannot be used so that innocent people can be killed or can be not killed on, by its design, then that person or people who own it or design it have morally accepted a price on their head at whoever whoever wants to place it there. Well, hold on. So uh, the, the, one of the use cases was mentioned of like, okay, if, it, if we have an incoming asteroid, which can change at any time, uh, that's exactly. not going to kill anybody with a nuclear blast. So having right. a, a something that produces a nuclear blast can be used without even killing anybody. And and I think one of my big problems with this whole hold argument... On, hold on, let me address his point. Let okay. me address his point. All right, fair enough. Go ahead. If you're building a hydrogen bomb that can take out a metropolitan area, but its design is to take out an asteroid or a comet instead... That's not how it well works. The same can bomb can take out a, a can yeah. take out a metropolitan area or an asteroid, just depending can on whether I, I strap it to a rocket. Finish? Can I address your question? Go ahead. If you are designing a hydrogen bomb, its specific purpose is to take out a uh, asteroid or a comet, but it can also take out a metropolitan area, you better damn well be sure that it has fail-safes to make everyone comfortable that it cannot be used for offensive weapon of mass destruction purposes. Because once you fail to put those fail-safes in, or it could be easily repurposed, morally speaking, Anyone could put a price on your head, according to NAP. What a possible fail-safe would do that? That's up to you. That's no, it problem. doesn't exist. <laughs> this is a magic wand scenario, man. There does not exist a fail-safe that can keep that w- weapon designed for destroying an asteroid from being aimed at a city. I- sure there is. You can put it on the dark side of the moon. And you can put... Weapons that can take it out if it ever changes course and reverses back to Earth. One of there my, we go. I just came up with that in 10 seconds. One of my least favorite things about this whole conversation is that we are just engaging in so much pre-crime speak here. Basically, the assumption of anybody that is against this is that they will be used for nefarious purposes before they have even ever been used for nefarious purposes. As far as and I know, saying, the only time that nukes were used like for nefarious purposes was by government, and they weren't held accountable for that. And you know what would hold them accountable for that? If other people were able to keep them in check by having equal access to weaponry. Elkaneo, thank you for the call, man. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. Do you want to own a nuke of your own? Yes, just to make everyone mad. For uh, dramatic purposes, recreational purposes, uh, you you name it. It's my God-given right to own a nuke. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see? Advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! 
GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. News update. President Joe Biden visiting the town of East Palestine, Ohio, yesterday at the invitation of the mayor. That visit about a year after the Norfolk Southern train derailment that released toxic chemicals on the town. Biden saying he will be with them till the end and hold Norfolk Southern accountable. A house in Sterling, Virginia, less than five miles from Washington Dulles Airport, exploded last night as fire crews were inside, killing one firefighter injuring at least 11 others, including nine other firefighters. President Biden saying yesterday he was both not surprised and outraged by reports of the death of Alexei Navalny, the longtime Russian opposition politician and critic of Vladimir Putin, who Biden believes is responsible for Navalny's death. Corey Myers, USA News. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL90. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. Yes, come on and listen to Free Talk Live. Yeah, we're here uh, every Saturday 
from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time if you want to call and get your voice heard on a nationally syndicated radio show. Uh, in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Zephan. And Beakless Mountaineer. Uh, Zephan, uh, the last time you were on, you had a, a little thing, a little sermony kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, as a reverend, I, you know, kind of enjoyed that. So you've got another one, and let's let's hit it. Yeah. All right. So um, I'll just get started right away. Um, Isaiah stated in the Tanakh, your silver is fake and your wine is watered down. Isaiah one twenty two. At this point in time, Isaiah lived in Jerusalem during the latter half of Israel's kingdom and was speaking with the leaders of Jerusalem and Judah on God's behalf. He was warning the leaders of their corruption and that this corruption uh, was against God's commandments and would have dire consequences. Among these sins, Isaiah emphasizes how Jerusalem, once the holiest place in the Jewish world, had been reduced to a city um, that is now a quote-unquote horror and full of murderers. It lists among these grave sins the aforementioned watering down of wine, the commissioning of fake silver, and other um, horrible things. This is an ancient sign that watering down and corrupting money has been seen as a religiously unrighteous act. In the next verse, Isaiah says, Your rulers are rogues and cronies of thieves, everyone avid for gifts and, and presents. This implies that the ruling class had been using the system of watering down the money and the wealth as a means of enriching themselves and their cronies. This injustice implies that there was a time in which the Judean Empire was operating off of a more holy basis, relatively speaking. It used to be an empire in which sound money reigned supreme. This system kept the corruption and greed of the leaders at bay. However, once the leaders realized they could exploit the system of sound money for their own gain, the one's holy city fell into moral depravity following the actions of their so-called leaders. Therefore, righteous leaders can decide to step aside and let sound money rule. However, most so-called leaders decide to corrupt sound money and lead themselves and their people down the path of destruction. This is by far not the only example of this happening. In fact, the term sound money likely came from ancient Rome, where small, pure silver coins were standard in everyday commerce. As the empire sought to expand itself and uphold its vast welfare system, Rome began a system of debasement. This process ultimately cut the silver content of their coins from pure silver to only 5% silver. However, this made morale fall significantly in the Roman Empire. Roman soldiers did not want to risk their lives expanding the empire for worthless metals. As a result, after the fall of sound money, the Roman Empire fell shortly thereafter as it sunk into an almost endless cycle of moral decay and cronyism. Fast forward to today, America is the biggest empire in human history. It has been able to reach those heights through the adoption of sound money and the comparatively strong protection of property rights. However, over the past 100 years or so, the American empire has abandoned the use of sound money. It instead opted for what the leaders of the Judean and Roman empire did, thus predicting to similar results. However, the biggest difference now is humanity finally has a system of sound money that is impervious to the susceptibility of debasement. Cryptocurrency is a transparent system of money that cannot be inflated or manipulated. One Bitcoin will always be one Bitcoin. Bitcoin is strong enough to withstand the corrupting influence of greedy leaders that would seek to enrich themselves off of the collective voluntary interaction of others. This money would succeed where silver and gold failed as a means of exchange, as it is impossible to clip coins. 
Cryptocurrency operates on a ledger that is viewable to every person regardless of their profession or level of wealth or influence, making it impossible to debase like gold or silver. This technology can be used to prevent this type of corrupt currency debasement from happening ever again. Cryptocurrency provides moral people a tool of righteousness at their finger, at their fingertips. It is our duty as those that advocate morality and for a better world to actively push that vision forward and with cryptocurrency. It has never been this easy to retain this level of morality in our money. As we say in Judaism, Alenu, or it is on us, to use this righteous system of money so that we do not repeat the mistakes of Rome or Judea again. I encourage everyone to use crypto in their daily lives and divest their lifeblood from this immoral system. That's it. Amen. Amen. A woman. (laughs) Wait, who was that that politically that did that? Like they were having like a prayer or something. Oh and yeah, goes, a woman. And everybody goes, "Amen," and he goes, "And a woman." <laughs> I remember and that. He got I a forgot. bunch of press about that, and everybody laughed at him. Yeah, you had something to say? Uh, a couple, couple quick things. Um, so, one thing I'd like to point out is that uh, when it talks about a city, that was the standard size of a state at yep. the time. Um, and when it talks about a city being a hoa. Um, it FCCs people for money. So yeah, that seems pretty accurate. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but it occurs to me like the, the quality tests that, uh, tended to be common, like, uh, biting down into a gold coin, mm-hmm. um, or, uh, proof of whiskey, mm-hmm. uh, to prove your whiskey, you mixed it with, uh, uh gunpowder and saw if it ignited or not. Mm. And if it wasn't a certain proof, it wouldn't ignite, uh, which showed that you weren't watering down mm. that whiskey. Mm-hmm. And it really is just so extraordinary how easy and automatic the proof of that wealth is right with with bitcoin yeah like its very nature is a self-proof yep i mean the thing that um surprised me with doing the research for this was um just how old uh all of these phenomenons that are happening today are i mean i knew that that was the case that that nothing is new under the sun as as is said in uh kohelet um but to actually read it and see it and then realize that for the first time in human history, we have something that can actually fight this evil tale that's old as time. I think everyone should be optimistic. Like, yeah. like I, I think that you should be cautious with your optimism. If we don't do the work to fight the evil, they will win. Make no yep. mistake of that. Yep. But we can do the work now more than ever before to win. Preach on, brother. Yeah. <laughs> or, or are we amen again? Sorry. I forget. A woman. <laughs> forget which one to go. Um, well said. Uh, we have some more calls to get to. Let's go to uh, Ricky from the Commonwealth. Ricky, you're on Free Talk Live. Thank you there, brother captain. Brother Zephyr, Peakless Mountaineer, good evening. Good evening. Well, you know, this one's a long time coming, you know, and I, I tell you what, I don't know what the hell's getting in the day really anymore. I noticed throughout 2023, I know he got into it with Brother Ian, and then now he's on this whole trip with this nuclear weapons thing. And I'm going to talk about it. I'm probably not going to be as nice to him as you guys have been. And here's how I look at it, you know. I am from the school of, of thought here with you, brother captain. Yes, it is a big bull, but I'm going to go further than that. And I have two topics that they both link together with the same discussion. It's called freedom. 
And I'm sitting here on my battle flag, and I'm wearing it as usual. I can't think of a better representation. And that this battle flag symbolizes people that are fighting against a tyrannical government when you have somebody like Lincoln just trying to steal their land and they're basically their lives with it. Now, here's what it comes down to. Now, every time Dave really calls, and he's doing a lot anymore, this is a big trip now, and it's like his brain falls out of his head, he sounds pure statist, and he should know better, because this is the same argument that there are people out there that think it's okay to ban certain weapons. Yes, mm -hmm. you really have no real use for an AK-47. Mm -hmm. You really don't. Mm -hmm. But you should be allowed to have it. Now, yes, a forty-five like Commonwealth used to carry. Now, that's more practical, but you know what? You know, the one pops all you need. But you know what? You should be allowed to have it. Now, now I want to be on the record. I am in favor of recreational AK-47. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Uh, I also just no want doubt. to correct the record that um, it wasn't Dave Ridley that was saying all of this. It was somebody else, but the, the, but the person, I just don't want no, Dave, Dave Ridley's Ridley name to be dragged on the run. trip for weeks, Brother Zephyr. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he's oh, been yeah, uh, he's calling been in on this week. one. Oh, okay. Quite yeah, he'll call in to give us like his update of you know what's going on with like NH exit stuff and, and that kind of thing, and then it'll turn into recreational nukes you know the the world it's called civil rights this is a civil rights matter and he's you know he's infringing on civil rights this is what i say about that word infringed you know there's problems with that now obviously dave ridley seem to agree with that you know and i don't i about this one here's a better example here's a commonwealth of pennsylvania you know uh, the right of the citizens to bear arms in defense of themselves and the state shall not be questioned, period. I figure that include a nuclear weapon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, the, the Second Amendment doesn't have that kind of power. It does here. Now, that's, so that's the end of Dave Ridley. So, Dave... You know who well, I am. Hopefully, it's not. The hopefully, you know, it's not the end of him. The truth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still kind of yeah. like the guy. I believe he means the end of I Dave like Ridley's too. argument, like but too, he's got to get off his trip. I mean, if you dropped a nuke on him, then that would be the end of it. It's true. And it's all of true. his neighbors. It's true. And many other people as yeah. well. Which is why we've got to put him on the dark side of the mood, you see. Yeah. Well, yeah, Ricky from the Commonwealth got to be the one here to be the bad guy here because you're all too nice, you know. And I love Dave I do, and he's, he's contributed so much. That's why I'm so upset by it. Because when he gets on these trips and he's done it with other things, he sounds pure status, and it's, it's just horrible. Now, here's the other thing that links to it. Hate. This is about freedom, too. Now, my thing's always been civil rights. It's something near and dear to me. That's what this battle flag all about, you know. Now, here's freedom. Hate. You know, there's now, a lot of people who say that particular flag is all about hate. It's, well, then they're uneducated, and that's their problem, too. They should get an education. You know, that's not my problem. That's theirs. But I will tell you this. Now, there are groups that hate. You got the Klan. You got Black Lives Matter. And they are a hate group. And if you don't realize that, you're misinformed or you've forgotten things. And people forget 10 years ago. I haven't. Now, but as long as you aren't actually committing crimes and hurting other people in that sense, you can hate anybody you want. It's a civil rights issue. It's your right to hate other people. You know, you can hate people as long as you're not hurting them. Mm -hmm. You can hate them. 
You know, I mean, that's just it, because that's constitutional. You know, that's what people have a problem with the Constitution. It's like the Bible. Now, you're reading from the Bible there, Brother Zephyr. And you know what the sad thing is, like a lot of things, you're reading from it. The sorry thing is, Ricky from the Commonwealth hears you, and it means a lot to me. I'm sure it means a lot to the people in there in the studio with you. The problem is, it's not going to mean much to most other people, because they pick and choose and they hear what they want to hear. And considering what's going on right now in Israel, they really don't want to hear it. And that they, and that they're advocating it. And they don't want to see the reality of what's going on here, you know, and, but you can well, uh, advocating what? You uh, well, as, uh, right now, I will say, I mean, there was a call all the way back and I say, I will tell you right now, most Christians are trying to basically avoid the Roman Catholic church, especially what's going on in Israel right now, believe it or not. Mm. And they're trying to act like, you know, they're distancing themselves from it, you know, but because it blows everything all apart. I mean, I personally, it's going to have to happen. It does it show a away. lot of hypocrisy. And, and no, I, I will definitely that. say I, I was surprised. Major, I was surprised well, how much hypocrisy major, it showed on the right. Like, all, all well, of a sudden, half the Republicans uh, are like, oh, it's 2003 again. Well, here's another thing, too. I mean, the fact is, I do see it's going to happen. And, maybe, and I see it as a good thing. See, believe it or not. This idiot, Netanyahu, and terrible things he's doing, is going to have a positive effect. It was going to have to happen. And this is why the Roman Catholic Church has been so damn quiet, and they've been real quiet, is because you're going to see, and you're going to have to have some kind of shift in the church. This is not going to turn out good for Christianity. Now, personally, I personally, and I'm, there are a lot of other people on this show who are educated people, and they say, okay, yeah, Christianity is a false religion. But once again, it's a constitutional issue. If you want to believe in something that's inherently false, that's your right. But, it's gonna, but this is going to blow apart Christianity ultimately. This is not going to turn out good. And people are just waiting to see our end of it. So, so hold on, hold on. Let me, let me make sure I got your argument here. So... Are you arguing that the positive thing that Benjamin Netanyahu is doing is blowing apart Christianity? Uh, that's what I ultimately see happening. Okay. Because, you know, the, so the how is this going to blow apart Christianity? Well, because, you know, these are, you know, what, you got Yahweh, this is Yahweh's doing to begin with, you know, and that's where it's hinging on, you know, this is, you know, it's just like the Bible itself. They say inspired by God and the whole thing. Now he's, you know, this is, we can't have this. But this is why I think what you were saying, Brother Zephyr, is so important. But are they really listening? I don't believe so. You know, I heard a guy, this is, I don't know, well, this is maybe a month ago or so, and he calls in, he's saying, oh, yeah, well, the way I see it, the Palestinians, now mind you, somebody, I don't have a problem with what they did. Okay, really, including they got help. You know, as far as I could say, it's their land. But he said, well, they attacked them so he can basically destroy them. He went to that extreme. And this guy, you know, he didn't say what he was. He used to be a Christian, but he's not him anymore and whatever he is. But he sounded like somebody, you know, and I know other people. And they really don't, you know, they're, they wow. don't want to even hear it. 
I, you know, but I do see what's going to happen. Are you guys following? I've, I've lost him somewhere along the No ago. idea. Well, I have is, no idea. Right, what yes, get, get your point, Ricky. What really makes this complicated is the United States' role in this. After we lost control of the Middle East, we have no reason to back Israel. We like to get back our money. We like to get back our technical nukes that he got. And the thing oh, is, we would have no problem turning on him right now. We just can't do that. You know? So I think everybody's looking at how this is going to pan out, you know, because I, I personally do see a shift in uh, Christianity as a result of what's going on over here. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am curious how this is going to pan out, and I'm really, really hoping that the biggest part of how this is going to pan out is that people continue to see through this nonsense because they're just being stirred up yeah. as they are always stirred up to go to another war. And people don't seem to realize that this war will be more disastrous than they can possibly imagine. Hey, Ricky, thank you for the call tonight. We appreciate you. Um, let's go. And as always, I am with the people of Palestine and the people of Israel, and I am against the government of Palestine or the gang that runs Palestine, because there is no difference, never was, never will be, and I'm against the government of Israel. It it occurs to me, uh, Ricky had mentioned the the Roman Catholics, and it occurs to me that, do we refer to any other religion with a a prefix of, like... An empire? An empire, yeah, (laughs) you know... Do we? Do we? For, you know? Oh, uh, he's an American. Well, there's Catholic American or, Jews, uh, American Catholics, American. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, it just doesn't seem like there's, you know, any uh, Russian Orthodox Christians. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Russian Orthodox, Greek Orthodox. Yeah, uh, Greek Orthodox. Yeah. I've. I, that's a pretty common yeah. one. Now that I think about that. Yeah. It is weird. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not weird, but it does yeah. happen in other instances. Yeah. I'm just. Like, like, well, this religion was formed during this empire, so we're just going to make that the prefix of this religion. Well, it's the way that you make sure the government uh, doesn't ban your religion and actually works with it so that um, you both are benefited by screwing everybody else. Now, if you are a Roman Catholic, do you cease being one as soon as you leave Rome? No. Why not? Because the beliefs are in your head. You're no longer... Like you can the you can take the Catholic out of Rome, but you can't take the Rome out of the Catholic. <laughs> the Roman. Uh, there is one thing I wanted to briefly mention of what he said, which yeah. is that like if if everyone else's hearts are and minds are closed off to what you're saying, that it's not um, as valuable for you to do it. I as far as as far as the universe is concerned, I can only control what I say and do. And so if what I say and do is in line with the moral and just order of the universe, that is all that is in my control. So if other people aren't persuaded by what I'm I'm doing, even though I put in a good amount of work and I try to be persuasive, that's not on me. That's on them. Um, luckily, I, I, I think that we live in an era in which a lot of what I'm saying is incredibly relevant and persuasive. So... Um, Luckily, we don't have that problem he's describing, but I just thought I'd um, mention that because it's important. Agreed. Amen. A woman. How about ah, men? Is that better uh, for you? Ah, woman. Ah, women. <laughs> ah, women. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
It's like a man, but you go, whoa, man. <laughs> whoa, man. <laughs> uh, we do have just, uh, we can actually finish up on this uh, uh, article. Oh, yeah. Uh, that we've been trying to get to uh, all day. <laughs> uh, the, the recap here is that uh, in the UK, uh, the Premier Soccer League... Uh, is monitoring the social media posts of fans in search of wrong think, launching independentist investigations, and uh, if they found you did something they don't like, they're going to ban you from attending soccer games. Uh, so if, uh, in this lady's case, she posted something about uh, something along the lines of transgender women aren't real women. And so she is now prohibited from attending soccer games. Uh, Ten minutes from where she lives, and she's a big fan. Uh, or at least was up until this point. Uh, and so uh, just how many fans have been similarly targeted is unclear, though the free speech union told Mail Online it is likely hundreds of fans, possibly thousands. Wow. I don't know what the free speech union is. I assume that that is a, uh, uh, a rights uh, organization. Uh, presumably, presumably in the UK. In the UK. Uh, and though comparisons to the Stasi and NKVD are imperfect, both organizations were formal police units operated by socialist states, there's no question the word chilling is very appropriate. In the United States, free expression is a right codified in the First Amendment of the Constitution, which states that Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech. But it's a value that existed well before the legal document was ratified and represents the foundation of a moral and tolerant people. Laws alone cannot secure freedom of expression, Albert Einstein observed in Ideas and Opinions. In order that every man may present his views without penalty, there must be a spirit of tolerance in the entire population. I didn't realize Einstein was spinner-pilled. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'd just like to point out that this is the same nonsense that we saw in Nazi Germany, the same nonsense yeah. we've seen in communist Russia and communist China, where if at any point you question publicly the orthodoxy that is the foundation of that authoritarian power, you will have an increasing level of punishment. And right now, part of that orthodoxy of this authoritarian power is removing from you the observation that there is a difference between male and female. The effort to classify political dissent as hate speech and punish heretics for their supposed crimes is one of the most pernicious threats at work in the world today. It is a force rooted in dogmatism, not truth, and a thirst for control over others. Historically, efforts to control speech have been employed by those with power to cement their own control. Those with power tend to be those in government and those closest to it, and it is they and their supporters who get to decide what speech qualifies as hate or misinformation. The view that dangerous, hateful, or fascist speech should be disallowed, no free speech for fascists, the title of a 2021 book declares, is itself a deeply fascistic view. <laughs> Correct. Mm -hmm. This is evident in no small part by the fact that the most notable fascist states of the 20th century despised free expression and free speech, which undermined their stated and actual goals, unity and control, respectively. 
Yeah, you best not talk about how human Jews are in Hitler's Germany. You'll have some some comeuppance as well. And frankly, I'm surprised that they're not using the blasphemy laws that do still exist in that country against this one. Mm. Yeah, the thing about uh, free speech is that once you go down the road of uh, attempting to define hate speech, right, uh, or censor it, right, whatever you think is like, all right, who's the one making that decision? Well, it's intentionally undefinable. The reason why it cropped up as a word is so that it could be used as a label to slander dissidents. It's like the war on terror. Correct. Well, if it scares you, then we got to go to war with it. We are out of time. Thank you for joining us, Zephan. Thank you, Peepless Mountaineers. Thank you to all of our callers and, most importantly, all of our listeners. If you missed any part of tonight's program, please find the archives over at freetalklive.com. Thanks and peace. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. Shopsupertea.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. Airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. 802-341-4535. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535.